0: We're back happy 2020 y'all the garage gym specialist here super super excited about the new year super excited about the podcast we're gonna have today and super excited to be back so guys we want to kick off the new year with a podcast with a special guest the professor jose welcome to the Garage Gym Specialist Podcast, sir. Hey, thank you for having me, Lee. It's a pleasure
1: to be here and talking to you guys and uh, some of that experience that I've had uh, training
0: in Garage. I love it. This is a different angle, so typically all the episodes we've had in the past have always consisted of more fitness-based, which is great, and we love using the Garage Gym for that, but Professor Jose has a different angle that he uses Rod Jim, and he has a completely different experience and I've been fortunate enough to experience that with him Professor Jose is a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu BJJ Professor give us a little bit of background on you know about how long you've been training when you started etc to kind of give us an idea where you came from awesome.
1: so well I've been training um, I started when I was 21 uh, first I started training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with the idea of uh, doing MMA uh... like a lot of my peers we saw it in the ufc uh... Being, um, um, used by the graces Then um, on being brought to america it became a martial art now that's what i do i teach uh, I, I teach as a martial arts education, educational not just recreational way of self defense we uh, we teach kids we teach adults we give them lessons we give them our uh, leadership skills and that comes with the uh... part of martial arts Anyhow. Uh, with that comes um, obviously extra time extra effort to get better um, and then obviously I've had the opportunity to train uh, in the garages do private lessons uh, going back to my story um, just to kind of help me get better at Jiu Jitsu as a student right uh, from there it grew with the idea of teaching uh, so I teach for Travis Took uh, he's a uh, black belt um, here in Houston, Texas One of the original black belts So I'm very, um, you know, blessed to be To have an opportunity to learn from a guy like him Anyhow, uh, from the years on I started training and uh, got guided more towards competition uh, After competition, I got a little taste of uh, teaching people and helping people, uh, which is something that Jiu gives you. Um, you know, just the ability of learning and then passing that on to someone else is something that I felt a lot of uh, pleasure enjoy. and joy. Just seeing my teammates get better help me get better. Then um, an uh, opportunity came to teach. Now I'm here teaching. I've been teaching for almost ten years actually, but this. This year be 10 years of teaching, and I've been training Jiu-Jitsu
0: overall for about 14 going on to 15 years. So, yeah. Absolutely love it. So, we we, we got into it with many of us uh, more armchair quarterbacks watching the UFC. It looks like you got out of the armchair and actually uh, (laughs) put your... Put your money where your mouth was. It got into the cage and had some experience with that. But from what I take from that experience, you you, you actually found another passion, and that was teaching the uh, teaching the martial arts versus so much of doing it. Yes, yes, and um, it all came uh, sort of like uh, uh,
1: an opportunity, right? I uh, I like helping, assisting my coaches, and uh, one uh, one day the opportunity came to cover classes. I was at uh, at a point where. Uh, I think I was a purple belt where I was able to start covering classes and uh, a staff member was out right uh, for a while so I took over the program um, and then eventually started running a, a gym a location uh, yeah and that's how I started into jiu-jitsu I liked
0: MMA I did MMA but teaching jiu-jitsu is my passion. So you garage gymers out there and I know you guys are go-getters because you got garage gyms So that tells me already what kind of personality you have coming from experience we highly recommend you look into a form of martial arts not only is it do something for you physically which we like to do we get in shape that's why we stay in shape but the mental aspect of it is highly highly recommended now professor you've done something in your garage that is you know non-traditional we got We got Mats laid out, tell us a little bit about how you've used your garage not only for your profession but also your passion as well which you've been able to align.
1: Yeah well um, thankfully I have a a roommate I live with, Right, Um, we have Mats in the garage and uh, we're able to train. He has a regular job, I'm fortunate enough to train and uh, teach full time. Um, He has a regular job so it's not always easy to be able to go to a gym and take a lesson, right? He does it several times a week, but because he wants to implement more training, we, uh, if you've done it with us, you know, we yeah, wake up at five in the morning and we practice and, and that really just kind of gets our, our day going, as well as implementing some workouts as well. We have kettlebells, which is really, adapting the fitness part of it with martial arts with it. Uh, and then, that's just part of the training. Obviously, I got my own training that I do for myself. and. I do have students that come in and do private lessons and we follow up and stuff like that. So it is more than just a space to work out. It's also where I sort of run it's part of my
0: uh, what I do for a living, right? So if I wanted to start jiu-jitsu, something basic, what would be like a good resource? there really not anything, you know, around. I do have time that I can dedicate in the garage gym. Like, what what, what would be like a real basic setup? That I could do and start with, and what would be some of the good resources out there that I could learn some basic drills from? Yeah, uh, things of that nature. What would you recommend? Well,
1: uh, we do have. I, I would recommend obviously getting your uh, grappling mats. Right? We have. You have some type of puzzle mats. You have the roll out mats, and then. Uh, so typically
0: on a grappling mat, for example, what would be some of the details like as far as like thickness or what would I look for uh, when buying something like that? Well,
1: obviously the thickness of it. I would recommend something past an inch and a half to two inches. Okay. You could have something one inch work, right? But obviously having the concrete on the bottom, you fall and can probably hurt you a little bit more than an inch and a half. Also, I would consider the surface. Okay. Make sure it's something that it has proper grip where you're not gonna scratch yourself or simply slip you know, and fall. Um, that's some of the things that I would look for. And uh, just making sure that you don't have any Harsh, like you know, corners or anything that you can run into, I would probably put the mats right in the center of
0: the garage. I love it. So, something like an inch and a half to a two inch thick yeah. interlock type denser foam mat that has more of a kind of grippy surface. Yeah would be something with ideal and what's cool about the interlock mats is that you can buy them I think by you know four to six to a pack and then you can add on as you go so if you start getting more into your training or you start to find a training partner to drill with you can actually expand your mat space uh, which is really cool now do you recommend taping to keep those interlocks together I would Okay. definitely it
1: all depends on the type of training you're doing for example we we spar sometimes so it has to have a proper setup considering a person that maybe just Wants to do floor drills, and so there's a lot of floor drills you can do to help the ability of balance and and, and strength and and all that stuff,
0: right? The leverage. Uh, but yeah, I would recommend something with tape. Absolutely, and then also you said there's some old mats, and I know we've kind of looked in the past. A good platform, or a good resource for that type of stuff, we've seen what, a Craigslist, Facebook yeah. Marketplace. I think there's a lot of martial arts schools that tend to go out of out of business. Um, we're ironically enough going to look at some from yeah. the old gymnastics, yeah, uh, exactly. cheerleading, uh, cheerleading school. So there's a lot of resources out there if you get outside of the box and really kind of see, you know see past buying something brand new, especially when it's something you want to, you know, you need to commit to, mm-hmm. uh, it's a long-term commitment to really get good at. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what would be some good places I could use as a resource for maybe some uh, some drills or some lessons or some yeah. real basic jiu-jitsu type stuff? I mean, look,
1: uh, here's the difference between working out, and, I, and I, I've realized that, right, in, in jiu-jitsu watching and being one-on-one with a person who's an expert right uh for a time, i worked out a lot with you and that really opened my eyes to not knowing a lot of the form over realizing i was sort of injuring myself the way i was working out sure. and then second now we're more effective looking at specific workouts that are going to help jujitsu right so that i'm learning a lot of that aspect but only because I'm there. I don't think it'd be very difficult for me to, to pick up a book, uh, just watch online videos. That helps, okay. I, I agree, that helps. But I would really recommend a person to go check out a location, go check out a place where they can train, uh, where they can have a guideline, right? even maybe just once a week and implement that extra training from the garage to help. To supplement. Yes, let's say people that are very busy. Hey, this week I'm not able to go to jujitsu. jitsu Two weeks I have a project coming up, I'm not able to make it to jujitsu. But well, you're able to get home and do some of the stretches, do some of the drills. Uh, I would recommend definitely maybe finding a, uh, a a black girl around or somebody who's, in, uh, who's a instructor a, a and maybe doing a couple lessons. I believe you started like that. Absolutely. And,
0: and that's a great point is that, you know, it's like getting a trainer that can actually have interaction with you. Mm-hmm. The same thing with, you know, your professor or whoever's working with you on the jiu-jitsu is that, you know, being able, being able to correct somebody's form versus just... Watching somebody and then trying to repeat what they do is very difficult, especially something as foreign as Jiu-Jitsu when most of us have not wrestled or rolled around or been choked out since we were in the third grade. So, you know, adding that back as an adult seems somewhat foreign. So uh, I think that's a great recommendation that you test it with somebody with some knowledge and then you're able to grow that knowledge or expand on that knowledge uh, in the garage, uh, uh, drilling, etc.
1: Or or when you get injured, right, your garage comes in handy because you're not always able to make it to class. Or, for example, I do a lot of stretching before I even go to class, you know uh just just comes in handy but yeah definitely uh even if someone that is not sure about it listen listen you're not going to go check out a jiu-jitsu gym you're not going to figure out what's behind all that mystique right of what is it but if you go check it out you get the idea of what it is and then if it's for you then you stick to it if it's not hey, you don't have that question mark in your head, 100%. right? hundred percent.
0: Well, and I think a lot of times, I think that question mark comes in a lot of our heads because I think a lot of us come from a very similar background. You know, we grew up watching the UFC start, and some of us, you know, had the courage like you to go out and, 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 and do it and, and, and compete at that level, where other ones like me didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to talk about it, I like to think about it, but no, I didn't want to train and get into the cage because if I did, I would have. Yeah. Uh, but now, fast forward as an adult, um, I don't have a desire to get in the cage, but the the martial arts does something for you that's an intangible, that's unexplainable, and I think that's where the value comes in so much is that, you know, obviously you have to be disciplined, obviously it's hard, you know, uh, but at the same time, there's something that feels so right about it that's unexplainable, um, I don't know. Maybe you can shed some light on that being a black belt. On What is the magic in jiu-jitsu, and how come we can't show you what it is? We can show you what it is, yeah. but we can't tell you what it is. Well, um,
1: first of all, it's very personal. Like, if you work out with people with lift weights, right, uh, you go uh, play team sports, and there are close contact sports, right? Well, jiu-jitsu is so personal to the point where, like, uh, I mean, you know, you're, you're literally, you know, on top of people. Mountain, the, the, intimacy know, really, it. the intimacy of the intimacy you're sweating and breathing now, on it, each other and, yes yeah. but it's not a malicious full contact fighting we're training jujitsu so that all that goes away so it becomes a very personal type of environment type of team unity it's like sure. with our realities you can't do anything without your teammate like in basketball, you can go around start shooting around. There's only so many floor drills you can do on your own without a partner, right? Sure. Uh, it's very, It humbles you. Uh, it doesn't matter how athletic you are, how strong you are. It doesn't matter how great you are in other areas in life. Jiu-jitsu, it's, it, it gives everyone that humble lesson. And it's not because you get beat, but it's because your realize also... That it, this is this this has so much more than just fighting behind it, you know. This is like science of manipulating the body. You know what I mean. This is the the, the leverage of weight. You know, like it really comes down to that. And more than anything, uh, the the friendships that you build in the in the unity that you have in the community. I'm sure it has the same thing in fitness. When you go to competition, you have somebody cheering for you. Uh, when I go for the competition, competition, then your coach and your teammates and uh, your students, and you see their teammates cheering for them. I mean, that's a culture that,
0: uh, you know, creates so much abundance. It is, and I I absolutely, you know, you're 100% right in everything you've touched on, the intimacy is something that people don't realize, but at the same time, you know, it's a part of being a human being. Yeah. And the other side of it that I think people don't realize is the fitness aspect of it is phenomenal. And what I mean by that is, like, when I go into a CrossFit workout, I am calculating the weight that I'm about to lift, uh, the the reps I'm about to do, the movement I'm about to do. So in my mind, I am building almost a, building a wall that I'm gonna have to climb here, and it's mentally you have to overcome, it makes it really tough. In jiu-jitsu, I'm simply not trying to get choked out, or I'm simply trying to choke them out, and we got five minutes of a round, and you start, and then, you know, you stop and you're breathing real hard. You don't really even know what happened. You didn't add up any reps. You didn't add up any weight. Uh, and you've incinerated, you know, tons and tons of calories. So, yeah. you know, the fitness side of it, I think, is an intangible as well that we can get from this. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, all you know, you, you, I always say, you know, being in fitness shape is one thing, but being in fight shape is completely different. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, uh, in my case... I, I wanted to fight, of course, right? I wanted to fight MMA. But I, I was just a regular individual. I worked a job and I went until he plays and I started jujitsu and I have goals, right? And I did them. But in that process, I lost a lot of weight. Like, I created a lifestyle, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Right? Uh, I started shedding weight. I started. Uh, you know caring
0: about muscle. what you eat I did started well, to go to sleep on time well,
1: this is why I, I care about what I ate one of them because obviously what you eat is is going to be the fuel right sure. your energy and uh, in jujitsu like I said we talked about is it, very honest right you got freaks in, in, in fitness that can go out at night and still go work out right you mm-hmm. just take some pre workouts Sadly, it doesn't work that way. I don't know why it just doesn't work that way. So, keeps you honest. You you start creating a lifestyle. You start getting away from sugars. You start getting uh, as, many, as much as you can. You start getting from maybe if you drink, maybe start going out. Uh, and then comes the uh, competition aspect because I want to lose weight because I want to get better. And then I want I have to lose weight because I don't want to fight giant guys, right? Yeah. Because they're fit. They're they you know they're then proper weight. I'm not. So for me, at one point, I, I, I was probably up to like 250, 220, you know? Now I walk around high 170s, low 180s, compete at 170 pounds. I, I can I have a much healthier lifestyle, and, and, and it's not that I, I'm not doing any competition right now. But it's the aspect of, man, I like how my body's starting to look, you know? I'm implementing more fitness into it. So... And and now if I don't work out, if I don't train jujutsu, I feel off. I don't
0: feel myself. Well, and I think, you know, what you're saying is, and where the garage gymmer can relate to this, is that that's how we feel when we don't work out. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. And that's why we have a garage gym is, oh, I can't make it to the gym. I couldn't make the yeah. CrossFit class, but that's fine. I can get a 20-minute session when I get home before the kids get home, or I can get, you know, 30 minutes in the morning before the kids get up. Yeah. And it's a commitment because, like you said, you feel off if you don't do it. Yeah. And I think that's where the garage gymmer can relate to, you know, the jujitsu jitsu practitioner. A lot of us become one of the same. Uh, because we're very like personality and minded um is that you know that's why you have it in your garage so yeah. you can get better at it and you can do it when you can't make it out there because that's the level of commitment that you've exactly. done to do it and that's why you surround yourself with these types of things uh in, in your in, in your home i mean think about what do you need to live you need to eat you got a kitchen you need to sleep you got you know you got a bedroom you need to use a bathroom you got a bathroom you got several bathrooms and then now this day and age with society and technology is is that you have to supplement your fitness <laughs> it is now one of the aspects of needing to live
1: well life is too fast nowadays you it's
0: know constant. you got to slow it
1: down and have your own time and for me I realize there's fitness in jiu you know, we have a lot of people, in your case, we talk, I talk to you because you are sort of like my coach in fitness, yet I'm your instructor in martial arts, right, uh, and remember when we talked about creating a plan to get you to train more because you want to compete, because you felt like that was a change in your life that you needed besides just fitness, so yeah, man, it's huge, and uh, I recommend anybody just to go try it and just experience it for themselves.
0: Guys, you heard it, it's not limited to training for fitness equipment, there's options out there, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. yep. there there's options out there to explore, and I highly recommend doing it, I mean, it, 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 it's worst case scenario, you walk away with knowledge and you know it's not for you, best case scenario, the bug bites you and you are hooked like no other.
1: And one thing, be that guy that encourages everyone to try, you know, like, be like, hey, yeah, you should try, hey, let me, let me show you something. Be that person, man, because I've seen so many people change their life. People that maybe are going through a depression, anxiety, maybe you know, uh, went through a breakup, went through a divorce, uh, lost someone. Sure. Uh, encourage that one person doesn't speak out what they're going through, just like in fitness, right? Show them something that might be interesting because. In, in Jiu-Jitsu, that's, that's the boom, that's the that bug that bites you and changes people.
0: Well, I think it, it, it's very similar in the sense of fitness that, you know, we feel the same way as that fitness, you know, when, you know, there's a joke about CrossFitters, for example. How do you know when someone starts CrossFit? Well, they never shut up about it. Yeah. Why? Because they're so enthusiastic about it. And I was that guy at one time and I'm still that guy to a certain degree because it does so much for me mm-hmm. that I want to share that with everyone else because I know the value of it and I think the same holds with the jujitsu practitioner. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 I agree. Professor Jose, it has been a fantastic time visiting with you. We love all your insights, like always. Uh, It's been a pleasure uh, bringing in the 2020 new year with you, and we got some big, big things coming also. Uh, So you guys stay tuned. Some big, big things happening behind the scenes. We never stop here. Uh, I love the different angle with the garage gym, uh, and we always love your insight. Uh, And, guys, we will be back. Stay tuned. Big year.